welcome back to Chids and Giggles, your reverse agony aunt podcast. I'm back. Oh my goodness. I know it's been a while. I keep on doing this, but I'm changing. I'm trying to be more consistent. If you saw my post um, over on my Instagram at Chids and Giggles podcast, then you would have seen that I'm going to make it fortnightly because it's just easier to... um, It's just easier for me, like, I get quite busy, I get overwhelmed, things pop up and I'm randomly in Turkey, which I'll talk about in a bit. Um, So it just meant that I was behind and, yeah, so it's just a little bit easier for me if we do it every two weeks. But um, it's funny that I've decided to make it fortnightly um, in the month that lockdown is happening again, lockdown 2.0 love that for us but this is actually what the this episode is about let's talk about lockdown because I know that I'm going to really struggle the second time round. I struggled the first time round. okay Bruno said is his name Bruno <laughs> oh my god <laughs> sorry I meant Boris I don't know why I called him Bruno <laughs> That's not even that funny. I'm I'm delirious today, but um <laughs> Boris said it would be four weeks and we did three months. So if we come out of this second lockdown in time for Valentine's Day, I'll be happy. But yeah, let's talk about lockdown. But before we get into the meat of the episode, I want to talk a little bit about what the hell has been going on the last couple of weeks and where we've all been. Um So I went to Turkey for like 10 days, I want to say, in October because a friend from uni called me up. Um, I don't even know what day it was, but she called me up and she was like, do you want to go to Turkey? And I was like, yeah. And then it just kind of happened. And it was basically this um, Erasmus project and um, it was like an eco-friendly support project protect nature project and it was 10 days they pay for your flights they pay for your accommodation and they pay for your food so I was like yeah I'll do that I've never been to Turkey that sounds really fun um that sounds really cheap and yeah it was it was really good fun it was an interesting 10 days because it was a pandemic so obviously traveling in a pandemic is um interesting to say the least and also yeah it was just it was very different to um anything I'd done before and because of the fact that it wasn't like going on holiday with your friends it was just this project thing where you meet different people from different European cities and all come together and it had a very classroom feel to it I didn't feel like I was at uni I felt like I was at secondary school but on a year abroad kind of feel to it because it was really nice and hot the weather was great and there were just loads of different um people from like Germany Serbia Bulgaria I think and there was another and and Turkey of course um so it was it was nice it was a good thing for me to do I learned a lot about myself and of course I'm such a people watcher I like watching and observing and seeing what's going on and sussing people out and um I was doing that a lot 
during that time. But I did actually, um, I don't know, I felt like I was watching myself as well and like seeing how I interact and seeing what I'm like. And it was quite interesting to see that as well. Sorry, I don't understand why I'm so <laughs> out of breath. I'm trying to think about what I've done that's making me out of breath. But anyway, um, so yeah, so the first few days we were in Bursa for a week. That's how long the project was. It was about six days. Um, and it was the first few days I really enjoyed it. I was like doing the highs and the how are you and what do you do and where do you go and what do you study and where do you live and what's it like in Serbia? Like all of those questions. And um, a week is a really short amount of time to get to know people and, you know, make friends. But it was also quite long in that we were together a lot. So it was quite an intensive um, course, not in terms of the content or anything, but just we were together for a lot and we ate together and we did the project together and all that stuff. So you do get to know people quite fast and that was good. But also... I remember just being on like day three and I've always been someone who says I love meeting new people. I love like getting to know different people. I love like the, all of this stuff. It gets to day three now and I'm just like, oh my God, I hate talking to people I don't know. I hate small talk, basically. I can't stand small talk. I can't stand the start stages of making a friend and I know of course that has to happen for you to get into the meaty good bits but gosh it is like I don't know I I felt myself I don't know maybe it was a day three or something I felt myself feeling like you know (laughs) you know Gemma Collins in um Celebrity Big Brother the one that she did with Tiffany Pollard and all, that was the best celebrity big brother ever I'm pretty sure I've referenced Gemma and that episode or that um series before because it was excellent I love it and I love her but um I felt like her when she was talking to um Daniela Westbrook who as well was hilarious in that um series very entertaining and she was like do you think these fuckers are gonna pay my mortgage I've got money I felt like that, except being like, do you think these people are going to be my mates? I've got friends. It's <laughs> just like, I got, I'm all small talked out. I don't want to do it anymore. I don't want to be like, hey, how are you? I want to meet up with my friends and be in Bursa and just have a nice time with people that I already know. So I don't know if that's, maybe I'm getting old and cynical in my old age. But yeah, I was just a bit like, I can't be bothered. I really can't but in the end it was really nice like um yeah there were such a good bunch of people the banter was good um it was just really enjoyable but I did notice that there were two things that people were most interested in talking to me specifically me about and that was my race and my gender and not in around not in a straightforward way but in a roundabout way um with race that was a straightforward way they'll just be like you know what is it like being black in Britain which I'm I'm honestly fine talking about that and the BLM stuff and they were quite interested in that and there was this Turkish guy who wouldn't stop saying that 
Turkish people love black people. They love them so much. They think they're really cool and all that stuff, which I was like, okay, sick, thank you. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I didn't really know what to make of that. I was just like, okay, yeah, thanks. You can stop telling me that now. And also he went on this, like, he just kept on talking about it and we were in a bar and it was all of us on the table just chit-chatting. You know, when people break up into groups and they're talking about stuff. And he was just, like, on a monologue about how much Turkish people love black people and um there was there was just I remember like in my ear to my right I could hear a really interesting funny conversation going on to my right and I was just stuck being like oh yay that's great yay me yay black me that they love me like I didn't know what he actually wanted me to respond to that but I was just like yeah sick I really want to get in stuck into that conversation because that sounds really interesting um I'd rather not just go on about like I don't know it was just a it's boring <laughs> so yeah that was a bit weird but then the gender thing it was it was asking me questions that I know that they would never ask a guy like for example it was a group of us, um, Team UK, because we did it. We split it in like teams: Team um, Germany, Team Bulgaria, Team UK. And Team UK ended up only being three of us. And um, one of them was my friend who I came with, and one of them was this guy. And I remember one of the participants or one of the leaders asking the guy in the group. Um, what he's studying, what he's planning to do next, what he studied at uni and where he went to uni and blah, 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 blah. And then genuinely turned around to me and asked me if I'm married. <laughs> and I was like... <laughs> I, was, I know that that happens, but I was genuinely in shock. I was like, oh my God, you guys just had such an interesting conversation about um, this guy's course, about his future plans, about what he's doing um having graduated uni and all of this stuff and then he asked me if I was married and I was like that is such a what I was like no I'm not <laughs> I was like I'm too young I'm only 23 <laughs> um and then he was just like I was like I turned around to him and I was like oh no I'm not like are you married and he was like oh yeah 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 I was like great like how what an interesting conversation we're having and then followed up by asking me what I study at uni and stuff like that but I was like really are we still doing that that is so cringe yeah so that was an interesting little thing but also another conversation that made me cringe hard was um I was talking to my friend who had called me up and said do you want to go to Turkey and I said yes um she was still there because she had gone to Bursa and she did the um program that was happening a week before our program started so she was there when we got there and I remember her saying oh like um her boyfriend had come to the project um that she was on and she was like oh yeah you could have invited Will to the project that you were at and I was like, oh, that would have been so nice. Like, I didn't know that I could have, like, I didn't know it was only going to end up being three of us because, like, some participants, like, fell through and couldn't come. And I was like, yeah, that would have been nice. But then I followed it by saying, yeah, but it's not everything I have to do with him, which is true. Like, I would have loved him being there. It was really fun and it would have been nice to, like, have a bit of a holiday with him. But 
you know, it's not everything I have to do with him, which is true. <laughs> and so I said that. And the guy in Team UK turned around to me and was like, ooh, like, you know, asking me, oh, I thought everything was okay, like trouble in paradise kind of energy. And I was like, no, things are fine. Like, I did just say I would have liked him being here, but also I would have also liked my friends being here. I would have loved my sister being here. Like, I don't need to do everything with him. I don't need to do everything with them. I can come out and just have a good time kind of thing. And he was like, yeah, I just feel like, isn't that the end goal in this, in this, um, in relationships like that? And I was like, not for me to want to do everything with them. That's so weird. And I was like, surely that's not the end goal. That wouldn't be your end goal. Why would it be my end goal? Like, I think basically what I'm saying is that there's that really, really annoying, dated, stupid idea that women are all about, oh, I want to be with my man and I want to be married and I have my ring on my finger and all of this stuff. And I'm just like, that can be true and that is true for some people and that's true for me as well, but it's not the only thing that's true for me. Like, it's the tiniest thing that's true for me, if that makes sense. Like, it's a small, small, small thing in so many other things that are interesting and so much more exciting than just being like, oh, are you married? Yes or no. And then it's like, you know, who cares? I don't know, I don't know if I'm making any sense, but I just think it was a bit of a shame. And it was it was more than once, like I'm not just saying it because those are the two examples, but it was more than once. And I was just like, oh my gosh, like I feel like I can be quite interesting. And it, I studied international relations, which is such an interesting degree. Like we can have really interesting conversations but you're limiting it to this stupid little thing where because you have your gender biases in your head and it was so blatant when it was like you man tell me all of the great things you did at university now you woman show me your engagement ring it was so so dumb but um yeah so when the team uk guy said oh like isn't that the end goal i was like no no darling not for me sorry like I'm my own person I was before I was with Will I will be like I'll I'll always be like a whole person that's why I really hate the phrase my other half because I'm like I'm not a half I'm a whole I'm a whole person who just likes my whole field I don't sorry I'm not that is not that's a bad joke I'm gonna think about whether I even keep that in anyway and then the last three days so after the project was finished me and my friend who I had come on the project with shout out to Semra at Healthly with Sem (laughs) and we went to Istanbul for three nights and so that was really good um that wasn't paid for obviously because we had to pay our accommodation on our food and all the little gallivanting that we wanted to do around Istanbul but that was that was really fun and it was different because um In Istanbul, things closed at 12 because of the pandemic, but there were some places that stayed open till like two-ish. And that was obviously different to the UK where things close at 10pm and you don't get that excitement into the night, you know. Um, So no, it was really nice and the food was dreamy and just Istanbul is the most 
beautiful city. Like, it's really, really nice. I would love to go back and properly stay there and have a proper look around because obviously you can't do that much in um, three nights, four days. Um, Yeah, it was really nice. There were a lot of cats, a lot of cats. And I remember researching before I went and seeing that Turkey has a lot of cats and um, it's Istanbul is apparently called Cat Istanbul and the city of cats. Um, so yeah, Cat Istanbul. Sick. I was just like, it's not that. I know it's it's bad on the internet to say that you don't like cats because I swear the internet loves cats. Are like the gods and goddesses of the internet. It's so weird. But I'm not a huge fan of cats. I don't really trust them. <laughs> I find them quite intimidating. I'm more of a dog person. I think dogs are so cute and so lovely and so loving and they're just so genuine. And I feel like cats always are up to something. So I, I'm not like, I'm a bit apprehensive. So when I found that out, I was like, oh God, and it's going to be stray cats as well. And the thing about stray cats is I can't ask them, what are they about? Because at least with like my friend's cat, I can be like, oh, so, you know, what's um, Fifi like? (laughs) I don't know. That was just the first cat name that came to my head. What is Fifi like? Does she like it if I do that? Like, does she, if they can tell me, oh, yeah, she's really, like, calm. She doesn't get um, scratchy or weird. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, they can tell me the backstory and let me know a little bit about Fifi. Whereas if it's a stray cat, no one's going to tell me what's going on with Lola or whatever the fuck. So... Yeah, I was a bit like, oh, God. But they were all right. Like, a lot of them actually looked cute. And a lot of them, like, scuffled away or would just, like, come around you if you had food. and Or, like, they'd go underneath your chair and just kind of chill there. <laughs> um, so it wasn't too bad. And actually, I ended up really liking one and was stroking it and all of that stuff. So it it wasn't too bad. It wasn't too bad at all. But um, yeah, so Turkey, all in all, it was a really nice trip. I loved the fact that it was, um, I went on a project. It was something that I would never have done before. And I would never have gone to Bursa because that's not even somewhere I had heard of properly. But it's very historical um, place in Turkey. Um, Yeah, so I'm glad that I went. But yeah, one of the things that I, another thing that I noticed about myself is that I can be a little bit bossy. I hate that word. I hate bossy. I think it's a mean word. (laughs) But I think sometimes I can be a little bit of a, what, what are the words I can use to describe it? like getting my own way kind of thing I mean I knew that about myself anyway I knew I like getting my way but like in group projects I haven't done a group project since like what second year of uni yeah second year of uni like in my um year abroad that was the last time I did a group project I don't like them I don't like that I have to let someone else (laughs) have a say or an input in like my work and I know it's our work but really I don't know. So in the group work that we were doing in Turkey as part of the project, I was trying my best to be a bit laid back. I'm like, this isn't important in that I'm going to be graded or it's going to have any bearing on me or anything like that. It's just like, what can we do as um, young people to be more eco-friendly and to 
help protect nature. So it's just a learning um, curve situation. So I was like, just be chill, be a bit more laid back, cheers. Like you're on holiday basically, just like chill. And it was just really hard for me to bite my tongue and be like, that shouldn't be stuck there. Don't put that there. You're ruining the poster. So I just, yeah, I tried my best not to be so controlly about the whole thing. But let me know if you relate to that because I need to feel better about <laughs> that. But um, yeah, I think I did well in like making sure that I was still enjoying it and being a bit more laid back and just realising this this isn't this isn't actually school even though it feels a little bit like school but yeah I think what helped me be really laid back is the sun the weather was very nice um and the fact that yeah it wasn't important of course what we were talking about the content was important but the actual course wasn't that important (laughs) god I hope that doesn't sound ridiculous but um yeah I'm glad to have been able to go on holiday or go to a different country during a pandemic I know it's a bit of a controversial topic um just talk to Kim K about all of that um actually let's talk about that just for a second because I actually found it hilarious and ridiculous at the same time if you don't know what I'm talking about Kim Kardashian basically for her 40th birthday. Happy birthday, Kimmy. Happy birthday, Kimberly. Um, she posted on Twitter and Instagram, just like, or was it Twitter? Either way, she posted on social media, just a thread of, <laughs> of her 40th birthday with pictures inserted and um, threw around the term humble when talking about the fact that she flew out her nearest and dearest um loads of people it was like I don't know 30 odd I don't know if I'm being exaggerated or not but she flew out some of her friends and her family um to this private island during a pandemic and <laughs> people were not happy and I think though it, it was twofold it was first the fact that she went to a private island during a pandemic where there were staff and m- members of staff there that had to wear face face masks and were serving them food and basically you know doing what staff do for these um rich privileged individuals and then the second part was the fact that she posted it on social media kind of rubbing it in the faces of us brokies who could never afford taking our friends on a private island for our birthday so um I think that was the main the the two parts of the anger and where that was coming from um and another one of the arguments on twitter that kind of sided with Kim was that okay well other people have gone on holiday during a pandemic and I was a bit like oh yeah I went to Turkey um you know you can't really you don't have a leg to stand on to now say to Kim she can't go on holiday first of all I always find it hilarious when people stick up for these like privileged individuals who have no clue and no like grounding in life um I don't know why I find it funny I just do Um, second of all, I actually, why I found it so ridiculous is that I genuinely think Kim Kardashian thought she was being humble. I genuinely, genuinely think she's that deluded and that out of touch with reality that 
she thought she was being really humble because she wrote the words humble in the thread <laughs> a couple of times and felt like she was really blessed. I was just like, this is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. You actually don't need to post these photos. This is ridiculous. You, I feel like surely she would have known she'd get a bit of backlash from that, especially since the Kardashians can't even breathe without getting criticism. So it's so weird to me that she would choose to post it, but that family have this weird, incessant need. They crave attention. It's It actually fuels them. So there was no way Kim Kardashian at 40 could take all her friends to this private island during a pandemic where all these staff were like catering for them and not post it on social media, even if she was going to get loads of backlash. It's so wild to me. Because best believe that on the 22nd of December, when I turned 24, crazy, I know, if I had the money, me, my friends, my sisters, my mum, their friends were all going to a private island if I could afford it during about I do not I would do it because that is so fun and I think we would have a great time but there is no need for me to post it on social media no way I wouldn't feel the need to do it I'd have a great time with my family we'd have a huge group chat afterwards and we'd send the videos and the pictures and we'd reminisce and we'd send voice notes and we'd just all enjoy our time and that would be enough for me and then when things calm down a little bit I'll post a cheeky throwback if I really wanted to. If I took some really banging bikini pictures, I'd post it a bit later. Like, there's just no need to do that. So, yeah, that was that was interesting. I found that quite funny. Um, but anyway, this episode was actually meant to be a let's talk about lockdown. That's as per the title. But um, clearly I'm talking about everything else under the sun. But... Yeah, lockdown part two. I'm thinking about starting therapy and I'm not, I'm not even joking. And that sounds so, I sound dramatic, but I, I've, always, I've been thinking about it for a while. And there's this podcast that I listen to um, called Hey Bitches. And I also listen to, sometimes I listen to Kelechi's podcast, Say Your Mind. And both of them have referenced BetterHelp in, um, in that podcast. And it's like an online therapy. I think it's it's a lot cheaper than normal therapy would be. I actually need to look into the pricing and the price structure and how that would fit in. But I think with um, the company that I work for, I can get that on my health insurance, some of it. So I just really need to look into it. But I think now's the best time to do so. Look outside. It's dark as fuck. Like, we don't have... It, we wake up and it's dark and then you go to bed and it's dark and like it's dark for most of the day and that is so depressing so and also lockdown part two I don't know what that is going to bring I genuinely don't so I think now is a good time and I've been thinking about it for a while so that's what I might be doing I remember speaking um about therapy and counseling and all things mental health with Rajisha in my chit chat a while ago now I think that was episode six um uh, so if you want to go back and listen to that we talked a little bit about our mental health we talked about um I talked about my experience with counselling in my year abroad my short experience with that and Rajisha talked about her short experience with therapy ultimately I just think now's a good time to do it um 
I'll keep you updated. Uh, I think we do need to be more open with stuff like that because there's nothing to be ashamed of and everyone should really have therapy. I've heard people say that so many times and I think I think it might be true even though I really... There's something about it that makes me dig my heels in but I think now might be the time so we will see. But I think... What might be good is for this reverse agony art podcast episode, um, let me know what steps you guys are going to take, what you think, what tips and tricks that you thought were really helpful in lockdown part one that might be helpful for lockdown 2.0. And then I know I say this all the time, but I promise I'll do an IGTV. I promise. And I'll talk about it on there and just read out all of your you guys' tips because I, I haven't got a clue. I actually don't. And I'm kind of scared because, as I say, like, lockdown part one really took it out of me. I was really emotional. I was so upset. Like, I, though it was just so... It was so much. And it was so many things at once. And I feel like this year was... It threw so many fucking just shit <laughs> at us and it just made it even more stressful and um yeah it was a lot basically so yeah I don't know I think there is that element of we've done this before we can do it again we're all in this together we all know how that felt like um so there is that element of we know what we're in for kind of thing and um you can learn from your first lockdown and and implement the the things that were helpful and um productive into part two so um I guess I guess there is that kind of there's no element of surprise with this one too much but I think it's a bit harder because of the fact that it's dark winter days and um it's around this time that you know people can people's mental health can really start to suffer so I think yeah it's quite important for us to like keep an eye out of that um make sure we're like checking in on each other and checking in on ourselves and yeah it's it's a weird time and I love Christmas I don't love winter but I love Christmas and like my birthday's around that time and it's just really nice and I love being cozy and I love being indoors with my multiple blankets and fluffy socks and watching stuff and drinking like hot drinks and all of those like lovely cozy stuff that comes with Christmas but I just don't need to do that locked up in my house like that's just not actually fun anymore so yeah we we know we have to do this and we knew it was coming but yeah this this is gonna feel like a really long one it is it's gonna feel like a really really long one a whole november stuck up in our houses yeah good luck um what i'm interested to see though is what comes out of lockdown 2.0 because you know we had weirdo celebrities really coming out of the woodworks and showing their ass and showing how weird they are and i think i talked about that in lessons learned in episode 10 about how out of touch they are but 2.0 I wonder if they're going to do any weird videos or um if there's going to be any like revolutions like we had last time with the racial awakening or if there's going to be any I don't know it's it's still the unknown like even though you know we've done it before there is still that element of surprise which is quite exciting (laughs) but um 
yeah, God, I don't know how we're going to do it, you know. I actually don't. And the worst part about it is that we got all our freedoms back. We were out, we were eating out to help out, and boy, did I help out. Me, my stomach, my mouth, we did bits for the UK economy during August. It was mad. And it was sunny, and we we were going to the park, and we could go to the pubs, and the beer gardens were open, and it was a lovely, lovely time. And you could meet up with people until he slashed it to six people, and it was still a lovely time. But, yeah, to have them all clawed back, and they said, okay, get in, get, get. Yeah, it's difficult, it is difficult. But, yeah, as I said, slide into my DMs, please, um... Let me know some tips or tricks because I want to post that IGTV on like Thursday. So if you can like listen to the episode and let me know by Thursday, that would be really helpful for the video. But thank you so much for listening and thank you for like bearing with me. Um, head over to at Chids and Giggles podcast on Instagram and slide into my DMs for the IGTV and look out for some Instagram reels because I have been dying to do one they look so fun I I loved TikTok when it came out and I know this is basically TikTok as well so I really want to do one um but yeah I need to master IGTV first so I will see you guys or I'll I won't see you guys but I'll see you guys on social media maybe and um thank you bye (laughs)